This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What is happening, you guys? Welcome to a Tuesday tune-up. I am J.M. Ryerson. And I'm Lisa Ryerson. How are you feeling this fine morning? You know, doing okay today. Today was a hat kind of day, so I threw one off. <laughs> but you know, the, so I should have kept it off because, look, I just got a fresh cut yeah. from Gianni over at Precision. Thank you, brother. Dialed me in. going to put the hat back on, but uh, it's feeling like a hat kind of day. Every day is a hat day for me. I love hats, so I don't have to do my hair. Yeah, I, I don't have that much <laughs> hair right now since we did the shaving party a couple of weeks ago. It is starting to grow back. but Like anyway. a Chia Pet. That is not that Chia Pet. No, because you just got it cut. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, before side. it was like a Chia Pet. Do you guys remember the Chia Pets when, you know, you water it and then it just grows like plants on it and it just kind of. Is a I just puff. know that my kids <laughs> said I had a lot of grays is what they said. But wow. anyway, that's not what we're here to discuss. <laughs> nice to have the hair coming back for sure. But uh, no, today I want to discuss one of my favorite subjects, and that is leadership. I believe that everything rises and falls based on leadership. Now, rise specifically, that is an acronym that I use in everyday speak when it comes to leadership. But before I get into that, when I say leadership, what does that mean to you? When you think of leaders, do you have specific ones that you kind of look up to you, you know, throughout your life? I'm just curious because you know I talk about leadership all the time. I'm fascinated by the idea um, and it's something that I try to get better at every single day. So, but when I say leadership, what does that mean to you? Yeah. Leadership is so important. I mean, I just think it's really important in, you know, a kid's life and every part of your life actually. And, you know, the leadership that I've experienced like throughout my life is, you know, my tennis coaches growing up, I think they had a huge, um, or like impact, right? That's the word I'm looking for impact on my life and how I've, you know, I'm the person I am today. My parents, obviously, those are your first leaders um, in your household to shape the way that you are. And then now, you know, as we've gotten older, I have mentors, I have coaches, um, and those are now my leaders and how to continue to grow on a daily basis. So it's really important to have leadership. And I agree, it is the rise and fall. Of everything. <laughs> yeah. And as a leader, so specific to kids, uh, we had a little bit of a challenge with our oldest this week. He was a teenager. He did something really stupid, stupid really <laughs> offensive. I don't, it, it came from so far out of left field. And the reason I say this, you said the word impact, and hopefully we do impact positively uh, those that we influence. Cause when I think of leadership, I think of influence and that's not mine. John Maxwell is the one that said that in one of his 86 books, leadership is influence, but you know, you try your best to influence these kids or people in your life, but they're not always going to follow through. And sometimes they screw up. Mm -hmm. And so that's when our leader really does have to say, that's Okay. How can I get better? How can I get better as a leader? Because clearly what we've been trying to teach our 15-year-old son for 15 years, there was a brain fart or there was this moment, this lapse in judgment. And I know we all make mistakes, but it hurts, right? As oh, a leader. it was horrible. 
And so I, I won't put him on blast on what he did because I don't think that's right. I do want, obviously, everyone to know you do make mistakes. And I, like I told him last night, I think in large part how you show up post <laughs> the incident, the mistake, that's going to show what kind of a leader you really are. You weren't a leader in that moment. doesn't make you a bad person. just means you made a mistake. How do you show up? And so that's one thing, you know, as leaders, as parents, recently, just last night, we we kind of failed in a leadership <laughs> totally role. Fa- it was horrible. And that's okay. Yeah. So specific to rising, the what R-I-S-E is an acronym. And what that stands for, the first R is the the advice that I give you today, the guidance that I'm about to give you. Is it real? And the reason I think that's so important, so often you see people give advice, but they've never actually done it. Mm-hmm. It's very armchair quarterback is what I always call it. And so before I ever give any piece of advice or guidance, I'd say, is this actually real? Have I experienced this? And is it something that I can say with great faith, whatever I'm about to show you, I've it's been tried, true, and tested. So does that make sense to you when I say R, the R part of it? Well, yeah, absolutely. Because if it's not real or if you have any experience, then how are you able to lead in that fashion, right? It's like, well, I'm just going to sit here and tell you what to do, but I don't know if it works or doesn't work. And, you know, for example, I've had those leaders in my life in different careers that I've had in my life already. And it's kind of like, hmm, you know, you question it and it's, and that's where the disconnect I think happens is because if you know that that human hasn't gone through it, they really didn't have those stories behind it. Um, and they're just kind of telling you from left field kind of and leading you in that way, then the trust is a bit amiss at that point. I feel like there's um, kind of a mistrust. And then how are you supposed to follow that leader if you don't trust that person? Yeah. And so often when you have an idea and you put it on paper and on paper, it sounds awesome. Like I've made billions of dollars on paper. I'm not a billionaire. So that means not every idea that I wrote down on paper was sound. And that's where I think of when it comes to leadership. Is this real? Can I really say, hey, if you do this, this this is what will happen. The next one is I. And this is probably the most challenging thing as a leader, especially in those times of adversity. So I will call us out last night. Our message was not inspiring. Maybe it was actually. Maybe I shouldn't judge so quickly. It didn't feel inspiring to me because, A, I was hurt. You know, you were crying. And Mm -hmm. so our message as a leader, was it inspirational? I don't know. Because that is the hard thing is you want to inspire people to action. You want to inspire people to act better. In this case, with our son, we want him to be inspired to not act like a complete dick ever again, which is, I will call him that. In that moment, he was not someone I was proud of. So hopefully our communication inspires him to do better. So do you think of that? (laughs) I don't think that was inspiring last time. I just kind of wanted to bury him. No, I understand that. But so... For instance, you brought up coaches. Coaches, some of the most inspiring things they've ever done, it was not a pat on the back. For instance, my dad, my dad knows, he, whether he realized it or not as a child, when he would tell me I couldn't do something, 
that inspires me. Just like when you say, no, you can't do that. Guess what's the first thing I'm going to go do is I am going to go do exactly what you told me I could not do. So perhaps what we screaming at him, <laughs> maybe it did inspire him. Um, I definitely think it put a light under his his butt. You know, I think he realized that he was being an idiot and hopefully he learns from that. <laughs> um I think you were inspiring, though, I'd have to say. I was the one that was kind of off the rails and yelling and screaming. And, I mean, it was a hot mess last night. And Jane was so calm through it all. So I think you were inspiring because one thing that you said, which was really cool, is like, hey, buddy, we all make mistakes. I've made mistakes. Your mom has made mistakes. Like, you made a mistake. It was a really dumb, stupid mistake. Um, but we learn from it. We get better. And we still love you regardless. Well, one of the things I don't want him to do is sit there and live in the past. The mistake was made. You can't take it back. Right. And again, in the social media world, as a parent, this is one of the biggest things we're trying to impart on our mm -hmm. child is this can be permanent. People can take that. And you've seen athletes, you've seen executives from years as a teenager, when they said something really offensive or most of the time, it's either racist or sexist. Now, TJ didn't do that. That's not what I'm saying. But you see that come back to bite mm -hmm. them. And so that is what I'm hoping to inspire is, hey, man, before you put anything out on social media, I want you to think about what you're saying because that is permanent. We didn't grow up with that. By no. the way, talk about <laughs> calling the kettle black or whatever that saying. I am not employable if I had social media as a teenager. <laughs> nope. Now, thank God I'm self-employed, but I don't think I would employ me if I saw some of the shit I did. Like, I was a jerk in some of my teenage years. Mm -hmm. And so I, it's hard for me as a parent not to have a bit of empathy and grace to say, look, if I had this social media at my beck and call, I guarantee my emotions got the better of me, as most teenagers do. Right. So... Well, he won't have social media, so we just eliminated that. <laughs> Temporarily, right? That, that's that's a band-aid, and that's fine. That's a punishment. Mm -hmm. But long-term, I really want him to think, you know, right. look, you want to be employed. You want to have a scholarship to colleges. You want these things. And in a blink of an eye, by making one mistake, you can rewind all of that hard work because of one comment. I don't mean to spend the entire episode on it. Clearly, it's still a little... <laughs> Fresh for um, the next one is S, and this I guess if people ask, what's your superpower, JM? Which uh, that sounds so kind of weird saying it out loud, <laughs> but it is simple. Is what I'm going to tell you simple, and so often, especially when we're heated, because last night so much was being thrown at our son, it started to become too complex. There was too much, and so part of being a leader is simplifying that and saying. Do you understand where you screwed up? How can you learn from it? How can we do better the next time? Really breaking it down to the simple things so that they can repeat it back. Now, I don't know if you felt that we simplified it for him or not, <laughs> but that is something in every leadership role right. I try to do because, again, life's already too complex. Yeah, no, you're definitely, that would be your superpower is simplicity, right? Because I'll come with him. I'll come to Jam and I'll say, Oh my gosh, I've got this going on, this. And he's like, why don't you just do boom, boom, boom? I'm like, really? Like, that was that simple? But I, you know, I make it really 
challenging sometimes for myself. <laughs> well, you're so, not alone. Like, yeah. I mean, look, it, so often people think genius is it's this complex thing that you have to put all these pieces together. No, the, the, Einstein said the definition of genius is simplicity. And he's regarded as one of the smartest human beings to walk the planet. So he clearly got that. Did you just call yourself a genius? I said Einstein. I definitely didn't call myself a genius. <laughs> I promise you, not calling myself a genius. You know what I did see that was interesting? Totally getting off topic. Ashton Kutcher has like uh, 140 or 150 IQ. Wow. Which is really, really high. That's amazing. I thought that was pretty remarkable. And getting back. Genius. Yeah, he's a genius. <laughs> Uh, the last part of the acronym E is, is it effective? And this is your chance to look in the mirror, get feedback from those that you lead and say, everything that I just gave you, was it effective? And this is your chance. So we get the chance in the next week or so to say, Hey, TJ, we gave you our, our leadership. Was it effective? Did it actually work? Has it shaped your your movements, your activity, your actions moving forward. This is always, in my opinion, where most leaders are scared is to ask, was my thing effective? And if it wasn't, how can I be better? Right. 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 That's all you have. <laughs> no, I think that's, you need to get back in the screen here, honey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that's really important. And it is hard. It's hard to get that feedback, right, when you ask for it. Um, but that's the only way we're going to get better as leaders. And I look back, you know, when I was managing an office for seven years, um, I personally didn't want that feedback. I got that feedback and I didn't like what I was hearing, right? Or the results were my feedback. And I realized, oh my gosh, if I had asked for feedback, you know, six years ago, um, how much of a better leader and manager would I have been, right? So I think it is really important to ask for that feedback and, you know, yeah, you know, I didn't mean to cut you off, but Sorry. what is interesting to me about the feedback piece, if you... I don't know why people don't want to hear it. I want the honest feedback. It can sting. I get that. Mm -hmm. But if you say, would you rather them lie to you? Right. No, I never want. I don't think anybody wants somebody to lie to them. So when somebody gives you that honest, raw feedback, even if it's painful, do your very best to say thank you and say, thank you so much for caring about me that you are willing to put yourself out there right. and say, nope, your, your leadership was shit. It just was, man. It didn't affect me any way positively at all. That stinks to hear, but at least you know the truth so you can get better the next time. So I've seen people popping in and out on this. I will say I would love to hear from you guys when you're on. Pop in. Give us a comment like, yeah, man, I this is makes sense to me or nope, it doesn't. Or what's the leadership for you that's really been effective? And where can they send all that stuff to? You can email it to info at letsgoin.com. Um, and we're on all the social media platforms. So check us out there. Comment on our articles. Well, not my articles, JM's articles um, on our podcast. Anything. We just love to hear from you. Yeah. And here's what I would ask you guys. Share with your friends. We're doing our best to continue to build this audience. We believe in the message, the Let's Go Win movement, as I call it. And the more people that you can share this with, the more free you know, value that we can bring to you. 
the better I think the world's going to be. So this is not a selfish endeavor. It certainly is not, but we want to continue building. build it. So share, uh, what is it? Post, review, share. I, I, they always say subscribe, post, review, yes, and share, I think is what it is. <laughs> Do all the above. I need to work on my pitch <laughs> on that. But anyway, you guys, until next week, remember your mindset matters. We'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.